Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Brendan Escott in for Bob Stoffer today on Oilers Now. Bob with the team as they get ready to embark on a three-game road trip that, uh, you know what, they need to win two of these three as far as I'm concerned at least, and particularly against Arizona, who is their Saturday opponent. That game, 8 o'clock here on 6.30, Chad, tomorrow night, and then uh, face-off show with Reed Wilkins, Bob Stoffer, Rob Brown, A-all is going at 6.30. So... Big news today out of the Edmonton hockey community is that Trey Fix Wolanski has signed his entry-level contract with the Columbus Blue Jackets. He's having a remarkable season. Uh, You know, the talent was always there, obviously, with him getting drafted last year, but I don't even know if he could have foreseen the turnaround that he's had. So we'll uh, we'll go ahead and bring aboard head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings, Brad Lauer, to the show Uh, Brad, you guys come in on a nine-game nine-game heater, rather. You've got a back-to-back against Calgary to round out the season here. You've got a two-point lead on the Lethbridge Hurricanes. Are you worried about peaking a little too early in this process? Uh, you know, I don't think I know. I'm not worried about anything like that. I think it's a good opportunity. It's a good opportunity for our guys to keep playing well going into the playoffs. I think that's the most important thing. And you know, I think we, we've done a lot of good things. I think our team has really grown through the, through the year, and, and uh, we've found a way. Um, one of the, the consistency is much, um, obviously, it's been really good for us down the stretch here, and, and just our team game is much stronger. Um, I have a hunch you won't be scoreboard watching, but you're trying to manage a group of youngsters there. Are you doing anything uh, in your power to sort of keep them focused on what they can control rather than watching what's going on around the league? Yeah, you know, I mean, that's just, just that's just the human nature. I'm sure they're going to be watching, especially tonight because we were off tonight. We play tomorrow afternoon, but um, again, it's just, uh, it's in our control. Uh, you know, that that's what it really comes down to is is that um, you know we 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 got to focus on what we got to do. I mean, it's like I said, they will be watching, but um, again, our focus is going to be what what we need to be ready for tomorrow. I mean, Calgary's a good team again, and and uh, you know we just gotta we got to be prepared for for a good, uh, uh, a good game tomorrow afternoon. What has been driving the success on this recent run that you've been on? Well, you know, there's, there's a few things. I think one, I think our team game has been, been really good. I really, I really like the way we're playing. Uh, the, our habits and our details have been, 
been much better. Um, you know, our puck management, we're making better decisions uh, in, in better areas with, with the puck. Um, you know, that that's definitely been a, been a big part. I think, you know, we're getting good goaltending at the right time. And, and you know, I think we have we have four lines and six defensemen that are, are uh, you know, we can put out um, pretty much any time. I mean, we're very comfortable with, with our matchups, uh, whoever we play against. And um, guys, guys have a... Guys have found a way of, of winning hockey games in different ways, and I think that's important as you go down, especially going into the playoffs, because it's going to be a different a different game. Chatting right now with the head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings, Brad Lauer. Brad, how important is home ice advantage to you? Well, I mean, it's the, the I mean, I think it's important. Um, you know, we, we we have great fans. I mean, obviously, the building we play in. Uh, um, for for me, I think that's 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 important for our group. Our guys are. Are, uh, are very comfortable here. Um, you know, we, we've we've had a good year, and I think you know, it's, uh, we can establish home ice. That'd be that'd be a great accomplishment for our players. Final two games coming up in the regular season. It's a home and home with two matinee games against Calgary. Uh, yeah. How do you find managing the the preparation change when you've got that early start? I know you do it a lot more in the junior ranks than you would at the NHL yeah. level, but uh, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, you know, um, we've done it a lot this year. So you know, that part I'm, I think we're comfortable with. I mean, uh, one thing about a two o'clock game, it kind of fits in with our practice schedule because we we're, we usually practice at one thirty, and guys are usually here by eleven. So. It's kind of a normal day for us. Uh, these early, early, early starts for us. So, uh, not a lot really changes. The biggest thing is our nutrition and what we're doing the night before, as far as uh, getting ready for the early morning and early afternoon games, is, is uh, uh, what our players are doing to to make sure they have the energy uh, for the start. A uh, fairly young group that you're at the helm of right now, with yeah. a few exceptions, obviously. But getting mm-hmm. getting this kind of playoff experience perhaps a year earlier than you may have expected, how valuable is that for the program moving forward? Well, I mean, obviously junior hockey, is, it's important. I mean, any time you – I mean, right now, I mean, we only have three guys that have had playoff experience. But, um, you know, again, this year, obviously this year we're going to – you know, a lot of guys are going to get that experience of of of, uh, of playoff hockey, and I think it's important for any player to get that taste and get that feeling of uh, it's just different. Uh, you can say what you want, but it is it is a different uh, atmosphere. It is a different approach. There are different things that go on, and I think it's great for 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 uh, our organization uh, to get a lot of uh, young kids uh, exposed to that right now. Um, I think the program is obviously. Uh, this is a good start for us, but it's something we can build on. Can you break down some of the differences between regular season hockey and playoff hockey? Like the fans see it on TV, and we can draw our own conclusions. Yeah. But from a coaching standpoint, and trying to manage players and and heighten emotions yeah. and that sort of thing. Well, I think that, that I think that I think you pretty much said. I think the the emotions of the game, the 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 different swings, whether it's shift to shift or period to period. Uh, you know, there's so many different momentum changes in the game, and it and uh, it's really easy. Um, especially for for a, a young group, but even a young group that doesn't have the experience of being in the playoffs, is, um, sometimes you you got to really control your emotions. Um, you might have to take that punch to the head, that cross check to the back, or you know, just to, you know to hopefully get the team on the power play. You, you got to do do that little extra thing to for the team to to be focused and and understand the importance of winning the hockey game and 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 sacrificing whatever it needs to do to to win. 
Chatting with Brad Lauer right now, joining Brendan Escott on Oilers Now. Uh, Brad, when you've got such young, uh, the hockey players you've got, obviously very talented, some of them inexperienced, but all of them, you know, emotionally and hormonally charged teenagers and trying to keep those tempers under wraps can be a challenge mm-hmm. at times. But you look at the penalty minute totals and your team, it looks like discipline has been preached all year long. And I assume that's something you think is going to bode well in carrying over to the playoff run, right? Yeah, no, that that's that's definitely something we've talked about. I mean, it was something that we had an issue to deal with. Obviously, the start of the year was the, the retaliatory penalties, the frustration penalties, that um, the emotional part of the game. And I think, uh, you know, at the beginning of the year, we we took some undisciplined penalties um, uh, because of that. And I think we've we really focused and, and stressed and uh, talked about it as the year went along. And our guys, our guys, really really understand the importance of of. Uh, you know, controlling their emotions and, and being smart about uh, when to take a penalty and when not to take a penalty. Do you have anybody in particular on the roster that you would turn to uh, at the end of a game, for example, or perhaps on the penalty kill, knowing that they're they're a safe bet to not put you down even further that way? Yeah, you know, you know, we've we've had a couple. We we got a couple ply guys here. I mean, obviously, um, we made a trade for a twenty year old this year towards the end of the deadline for for uh, fighting from South Current and. Uh, one of the reasons why we got him is just because of his playoff experience. I mean, he's a, he's gone to the finals last year with with the Swift Current Broncos, and um, we thought that was a really important part of uh, to add to our dressing room, uh, not for what he brings on the ice, but also what he can do do in the dressing room. But now, obviously, um, you know, a lot of the last the last seven eight games, we've really been talking about playoff hockey and and uh, getting ready for that. And he's one of those guys that can you can kind of lean on because of his past experiences. Brad Lauer joining me on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Brad, are you going to get a chance to uh, perhaps bring up a, a Dylan Gunther, not to play, but just to be around the team and sort of see what that playoff atmosphere is like? Yeah, you know, th- this is an opportunity for some of the young kids that are uh, obviously our future and they live in the area, which is which is uh, important to us. And um, like, like you said earlier, the, the, to expose... Uh, uh, for your organization, some younger kids to playoff atmosphere, playoff type hockey. I think it's important as as our organization moves forward down the road. I think uh, Dylan's going to be one of those guys we'll definitely bring in, and and uh, you know whether he plays or not, we'll we'll see. But um, he's definitely going to be around for the playoff uh, the playoffs uh, experience, and certainly a staple in all this. Last one for you here, by the way. Yeah. Trey Fix Wolanski has been rock solid all year long. This yeah. is sort of the news of the day, I would imagine, for the organization. But he signs his entry level contract with the Columbus Blue Jackets, which, after the season he had, is not necessarily a surprise. But uh, just talk about what he's meant to your program this year. Well, I, you know, I mean, he's he's been everything for us. I mean, obviously, he's you know, over got a, over 100 points already, and and uh, you know, I think the biggest thing with Trey, I think um, obviously he put the time in last summer. Uh, the train and train the right way to get ready for this season. He understood the importance of this season for himself and, and for our organization. I think he's really done a good job. I mean, we gave him the leadership opportunity as far as being captain and gave him some uh, new responsibilities as a, as a player. And I think he's really uh, embraced those opportunities uh, for our coaching staff and our organization. Um, you know, especially early on, he was like, he was, he was on a pace to, to tear the league up. And you know, at the one point, we you know, people were saying, "Well, we're 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 a one-player team," and you know, I think if anything, he's made everybody else in our team better because of what he's done offensively. That um, guys have uh, embraced uh, challenges and, and and kind of competition amongst each other, be be creative on the ice and and, and scoring goals. So 
Um, I think he's, he's done a lot for our group, and it's been a pleasure to work with him. And, and it's, it's great to see a guy like that get uh, get a contract. Uh, you know, he's gone through a lot. He's been uh, questioned because of his size, and uh, you know, he's made doubter. He's made. He's made everybody wrong so far, and it's great to see. Yeah, there's a pretty good chance he's going to get a long look at the AHL level next year. Uh, if he's somebody you yeah. don't get back, I would imagine that he's still someone that uh, would be happy to talk to some of the younger players still with the Oil Kings organization next year and sort of help lead them that way, even if he wasn't for, with the team. For sure, yeah. I don't. We don't expect him to be back next year, but, I mean, he's always going to be a guy that's going to be have ties to our organization and willing to do something. He's that type of person. All right, Brad, I really appreciate you taking the time, and uh, good luck in these final two games here. We'll connect soon. Great, thank you. That is head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings, Brad Lauer. Got to take a minute to tell you that Royal Pizza is pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. 145 here in... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Edmonton. We're going to stick with junior hockey, bring aboard general manager of the Sherwood Park Crusaders, Kyle Chase, when we come back on Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's Brendan Escott sitting in for Bob Stoffer today on Oilers Now as the Oilers set to kick off a road trip of three games down in Arizona tomorrow. But uh, as I mentioned, we're going to stick with the junior hockey circuit. AJHL playoffs going on right now into the second round, and we're happy to bring aboard general manager of the Sherwood Park Crusaders, Kyle Chase. Kyle, uh, tonight's the big night for you guys. A record setting season 44 14 and 2 in the regular season you win the north division for the first time in 16 years uh, just give the listeners an idea of how exactly this this season uh, came to be well i mean we got we got really fortunate brennan i think with a lot of guys coming back to our to our league whether it was you know garrett Clegg coming back from the ushl or or guys like matt berlin and tyler jetty and Jaden platts and nick bowman and we had a lot of a good group fall in. Brennan McDonald came from Tampa Bay, and you know we we ended up uh, with a lot of good players. We bring in some young players. You know we had seven, seventeen-year-olds and two sixteen-year-olds um, throughout our lineup. So, did we expect maybe to uh, finish at the top of the uh, of the North this year? Not entirely, but as the season kept going and they kept growing, uh, you know we we felt it was a, something that we could attain. It was a goal we could reach, and uh, I'm proud of the guys for doing that. Um, players in your organization on the draft radar this year and next year. Do you want to shed a little light on that? Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, this year, Reed Irwin's stock's gone up immediately since he's gotten Sherwood Park. 
Um, Carter Guylander has, you know, anywhere from 10 to 15 teams coming to watch him on any given night. He's got a lot of traction. He's committed to Colgate. Reed Irwin just committed to Denver. Um, you know, those guys have a lot of traction. And Brett Weechester as well, who was committed to Vermont, has teams asking about him a lot of times. He plays a, a heavy game. He's a six foot three, six foot four guy that, you know, isn't afraid to get into the dirty areas and has some ability as well. So, um, you know, we've got a we've got a lot of those guys and, and we got a lot of guys that obviously uh for next year as well. And those guys being Carter Savoy and Michael Benning, who were two very highly touted recruits around the league. You guys land them uh, cornerstones of the future of the franchise as well. But uh, Carter Savoy, rookie of the year across the league. Michael Benning, you could have made a case for that. Or defenseman of the of the year as well, I think, in, in their performances. Well over point per game players. Uh, talk about what they've meant to the program and moving forward as well. Well, huge. Um, you know, moving forward, you know, having two you know, arguably your best, the best offensive defenseman and arguably the best offensive forward in the league coming back to your lineup at 17 next year. With a year of experience under their belt will be huge for us and, and huge for our group and, and, and more importantly, huge to teach the young guys that are coming in next year on how to play uh, and what to expect with their first year of juniors. So probably, you know, from Michael and Carter's perspective, I didn't maybe expect the numbers to be, um, as massive as they are as far as statistics go. However, you know, in saying that, a couple of things, um, they're, they're extremely good players and they're gifted and they're talented and they work hard and they do all the right things at practice. And, and, uh, but they've played with some really good players too. So, you know, we, we, we've surrounded them with, with good personnel and, and they've stepped up to the challenge. So you kick off the second round of the playoffs tonight against the Fort McMurray Oil Barons, who I don't need to tell you have had a storied history of success of their own. Uh, what mm-hmm. challenges do you anticipate for your team as you try and trudge towards a North Division championship? Well, I think it's glaring that we, you know, we don't have the experience they have, right, up and down the lineup, which is, you know, why we have brought in guys like Hamley and some guys that have some playoff experience as well in the Western Hockey League, and and you know we. Uh, Matt Berlin uh, being one of them, so you know we have we feel like that's one of the gaps. We're we're younger than they are. You know their uh, top offensive guys are all twenty. Ours, um, you know, our top four or five, six aren't twenty. So you know it, it'll it'll be it'll be an eye opener for them. The good part is is we've played games in the regular season in Fort McMurray, and the boys know how hard it is to win there. And we've won a couple of games in Fort McMurray, so. You know, we feel like we're we're in a pretty good spot where, you know, it's going to be a test, Brendan. But uh, you know, if there's a downside, it's maybe the playoff experience. Let's look across at the other series. This will be the last one for you, by the way. Um, you've got Spruce Grove and Bonneville. Obviously, a large percentage of our listenership coming from the Edmonton surrounding area. So, mm-hmm. uh, just maybe a quick thought on each of those teams. And again, this, they've had very successful seasons. They finished two, three in the North behind your team. And and what you may face, supposing you get past Fort McMurray here. Well, I don't want to look too far ahead of that. We just got to settle for the task at hand and 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 you know focus on that. However. You know, Fort Mc, uh, pardon me, Bonneville has got you know, Rick Swan's done a really good job of bringing in some of those trades he made last year. When people are going, "Oh, what's he?" You know, holy, that's that's what he's getting. How's he going to get that guy to come? How's he going to get this guy to come? And Rick's done an amazing job, and he should be credited with that because he's uh, he's worked hard to get players to come to Bonneville, and and their and their group's been really good. As far as Robin Brown going in, in Spruce Grove, they've been banged up all year. They've lost a lot of man games. 
and you know they're the you know defending champs right now and so we all know in the last decade that the road to the north goes through spruce grove and uh no one's looking too far ahead to say, "Well, let's let's crown ourselves," because it's it's going to be tough. Any one of those four teams remaining right now have a chance to win, Brendan. You know that. You watched them all year long, and don't underestimate Spruce because they uh, they've got a lot of key pieces that have been out of the lineup a long time. And when we get all their bodies healthy, they're going to be tough to beat. Absolutely, Kyle. Uh, we got to cut you off here, but I do appreciate you taking the time, and uh, we'll certainly see you at the rink tonight. I wish your group good luck. Thanks, Brendan. Thanks, Kyle. That is Kyle Chase. He's the general manager of the Sherwood Park Crusaders. Again, the AJHL playoffs in the second round. That starts tonight. Bonneville taking on Spruce Grove. That's up in Bonneville. And then uh, the Crusaders hosting the Fort McMurray Oil Barons. So, you know what? If you're a hockey fan, the Oilers are off tonight. I'm not saying, but I'm saying this is probably something worth taking in. It's a lot better hockey than you might be giving it credit for. Okay, to this day in Oilers history we go. It's brought to you by New West Travel. You can ask about their destination wedding packages and corporate employee rewards trips. Visit newwesttravel.com for more information. On this day back in 1985, Yari Curry scores his... 67th goal of the season as the Oilers and Sabres play to a 4-4 tie. Curry would finish the season with a career-high 71 goals. A different time, man. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. You can call about the destination wedding packages and corporate employee rewards trips. Visit newwesttravel.com for more information. Tonight on 6.30, Chad, Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. You will hear more from Tyson Nash. Bob will check in from the road. Trey Fix-Wolanski will speak to Reed about his newly minted NHL contract. And Golden Bears forward Stefan Legault as they get ready for the University of Saskatchewan Huskies tomorrow afternoon. Tomorrow on 6.30, Chet, Oilers, Coyotes from Arizona. That's going to be a big four-point game. 6.30 for the face-off show. 8 p.m. is the puck drop. Before I get cut off by Gord Downey here, uh, just a reminder, I do host Monday. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you. As always, Brendan Escott filling in for Bob Stoffer here on Oilers Now. A news, weather, traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30, Chad afternoon news with Jalen Nye and Andrew Goes. So long, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.